0: I've done some really boneheaded things lately, two things in the last week or two that have just made me feel so stupid and so humiliated. So why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because maybe it's cathartic that I do a podcast on being stupid and looking for compassion. But more importantly, I can't be the only person. I can't be the only one that flubs up, makes mistakes, fears being foolish or looking foolish. And that's what today's podcast is about I'm going to talk a little bit about the trap that all of us do where we make mistakes, but more importantly, I'm going to talk about the self compassion that we've got to foster in ourselves to get ourselves over it to forgive ourselves and move on. Hello, I'm Sherry Honeycut from Life by Design, and I'm so delighted that you're taking a few minutes to listen to this podcast. I've created it for people who sometimes go, "Ugh, oh, is this as good as it's going to get? Or is this the life I ordered? Hopefully what I do on here is help you figure out ways, small tweaks that you can make in your thinking and in your life and in your environment to help you create the beautiful life that you've always intended. You can learn more about me and my work at sherryhoneycut.com. C-H-E-R-I-H-O-N-E-Y-C-U-T-T. I got a lot of freebies on there, some ideas, some things to hopefully help you on your journey. But for now, I invite you to get a cup of coffee or tea or go on your walk or whatever it is you do while you listen to podcasts and sit back and take some time to clear your mind and clear your clutter so we can clear a path to the life you've always intended. So... A couple of weeks ago I was meeting with a new client, a new corporate client, and I had a meeting at a said time. Is it was at two o'clock? And I had very deliberate I was gonna be there at two o'clock. I got there early. I sat in the parking lot. I ordered flowers for a friend to be delivered. I sat there, I did some work in my planner, because I'm early, right? So then I walk into the building. I'm still early, so I sit out in the lobby. I don't want to walk in and be too early. Only to realize that in my mind, I had shifted the time from 2 o'clock until 2:30. So when I finally decide to walk in being just a few minutes early, in fact, I am 25 minutes late. Oh, my gosh! I had taken this moment of being really I'm going to impress this client, potential client, and I'm going to have this great conversation to being 25 minutes late the first time I meet them. I was mortified. I was absolutely mortified. And of course, now I'm sitting down to have a conversation and I can't be fully present because I'm worried about the fact that I look like a doofus or unprofessional or fill in the blank, right? And so I had to do a lot of mental work to forgive myself in the moment and be present for the conversation because after all, I don't want to throw it out the window because I'm late. And then of course, I say over and over and over, you know, how, how apologetic I am. But I got in the car and I thought, Sherry Honeycutt, what is going on with you? What happened? But more importantly, I really just couldn't forgive myself. I had made this egregious error. You would have thought that I had, had done something incredibly heinous. When in fact, what I had done is had a mind fart. <laughs> I had a brain fart and messed up. Okay. So that was the first one. And then I went to post something on Facebook about an event I'm doing. Again, not a big deal. I get the dates wrong. And then I go and fix it, only to realize that I didn't have the dates wrong. I was wrong about having the dates wrong. Okay, none of this matters, the details of it, except that I made a mistake. I made a mistake that was observed. And that's what these two things have in common, for me at least. I made these two two kind of mistakes that I believed put a perception of me or maybe even the reality of me out in the world and I got caught with my pants down. I got caught being human. I got caught looking foolish, really looking the exact opposite of how I want to be seen in the world, especially professionally. I talk about having details and plans and being good and organized and there I was being late and being wrong. It was hard. It was hard. And frankly, part of me doing this podcast right now is in an effort to just sort of right size what I've been saying to myself about making those mistakes. So I pulled out some work uh, by Kristen Neff. She is a PhD, has done a lot of excellent work around self-compassion and, and started to remember, OK, what is it that I've got to do here? I've got to be loving to myself. And this self-criticism that I'm doing in this moment is not helpful. Okay. So number one is I have to accept that I made the mistake, right? I can't go back. I can't undo it. Number one. Number two, how much does one have to apologize when they make a mistake? Well, I've been told over and over in my life and that that I over-apologize. I wonder if you're like that, where you just continue to say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, to the point that your apology becomes more annoying than the mistake that you actually made. So in some ways, I've really worked to make an apology, feel that it was accepted and move on. And I did that somewhat to the world, but it's the not forgiving of myself. So I turned to Kristen Neff. The first quote that I found the most healing was having compassion for yourself means that you honor and accept your humanness. That's pretty good, right? It, to err is human. As the quote goes, people make mistakes all day long in that we we goof up, we, we trip up, we make mistakes. That is what it means to be human. So part of this For me, part of the problem is sometimes I have these unrealistic expectations of myself that somehow I will always be on it. I will always nail the landing. I will always be perfect. Can you relate to that? Are you a person who holds that sort of high standard for yourself that is really unachievable? And so sometimes when we make a mistake, it becomes this indictment of us as a person, when in fact, it is making a mistake in itself that reminds us that we are human. That's pretty profound, don't you think? Then I've been thinking, why is it so hard for me to give myself that same compassion that I would give someone else? You know, I, I don't really understand it. I'm, I've been thinking about that my whole life. I've got another podcast in my brain I'm going to put uh, put out in the world about that. But I just know that it is. I know that it's very hard for me to give myself the same amount of slack or loving kindness that I would give to any friend. And so uh, that's something I need to go, okay, why can't, let me do the same thing that I would do for someone like me. So if someone were late or someone who had a brain fart, I would just probably let it go, especially if the, the, the total package of what they were trying to do was really good out in the world. You know, we begin to, we would take stock in that person. And if it was cer- certainly just a blip on the screen, we wouldn't give it much credit because we all make mistakes so really self-compassion is really just giving us the same kind of kindness that we would give to others. And so that is a habit we have to develop. That is a permission we have to give ourselves to give ourselves the same loving compassion that we would give to somebody else. Now, I will speak from experience. I find this very difficult to do, but it is a habit worth reaching for. It is a habit worth practicing to give myself the same loving compassion that I would give to anybody else, okay? And then I had to look for myself and see if you relate to this, that I have had a habit of beating myself up. Right. And so, again, a Kristen um, Neff quote that I really like is you don't want to beat yourself up for beating yourself up in the vain hope that it will somehow make you stop beating yourself up. Talk about the do loop. That is a loop that I get in. As I've become more and more aware and more and more awake to my own stuff, I've seen that I've made a lifetime habit of beating myself up. So now I beat myself up for beating myself up. It's crazy. It's crazy. And so at some point, when we're talking about this self compassion and forgiveness, you've just got to go stop. And sometimes I literally will slap my hand down on the table to jolt my awareness my conscious and maybe even my subconscious to stop this habit of beating myself up and to understand that everybody makes mistakes it ain't that big of a deal it ain't that big of a deal so that's really the seed i wanted to plant today I wanted to give you a little bit of love if you have found yourself making mistakes, which I know you have because you're human. (laughs) And maybe give myself a little props for just trying to acknowledge that I'm a goof up. And and so what? We make mistakes. And then to right-size it. This was a a term that I got from a therapist I used many years ago is to right-size it. That being late or making a mistake is not huge. It is not all encompassing. It is not an indictment on myself as a person or or if you are making a mistake is not about who you are. It is a a thing that you did or that you forgot. It's just a thing. And so you right-size it and if you could see me right now in my office, I'm taking my hands from being this large outstretched hand down to this small little thing that you can hold in your hand right size it it's just a little thing it's just a little thing okay so we right size it and forgive it and then let it go so again if you could see my hands I'm taking this big from this huge big mistake and bringing it down into a small little thing I can hold in my hand I'm going to look at this tiny little mistake and I go there it is I've apologized for it, and now I'm going to let it go. I'm going to release it. I believe that is what self-compassion is. It is bringing this love into our heart, the very same thing that we would do for somebody else. So if you are making mistakes, just like I do, I want you to remember this. I want you to put your hand on your heart if you have to, or hold your little palm out and go, there's that little mistake I made, and I'm going to forgive myself. I'm going to apologize for it and let it go. I'm going to let it go. And I believe that that this is one of the ways that we become free. We clear clutter. You know, I talk about clutter. Holding on to things that you've done in the past with criticism is clutter. And I want you to release that clutter. Let it go. Well, thank you so much for taking time to listen today. I hope that you found a pearl or two or something that you can use right now to help you create the beautiful life that you've always intended. I want you to go to SherryHoneycut.com. I've got some freebies on there. I've got a, a thing about how to shush your inner critic. I've got some, some good things that can help you continue to do this work and continue to know yourself better. If you like what you get on this podcast, I would appreciate it if you share it with others and let people know or subscribe so it comes directly to your inbox. And before we go, I want you to remember this. You can have a beautiful life. You really can. You just have to clear your mind and clear your clutter so you can clear a path to the life that you've always intended. Until next time.